Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a, another episode of PRI Talk. Thank you for um, joining me to talk about some recruiting stuff. Always a good time uh, sitting down and sharing some info with you guys. And please, if you are someone that listens to the podcast, you know people who are um, possibly struggling with the recruiting process or even just going through the recruiting process, please uh, let that let them know about um, the PRI Talk podcast. Um, this is meant uh, to help you guys and to be beneficial for you guys as you're going through the recruiting process. So try to get you guys as much info as I can um, on a regular basis um, in between this podcast, PRI Talk podcast, and my blog on PRIVolleyball.com. Between those two things, <clears throat> lots of really good information um, being thrown at you guys on a regular basis. So please continue to check those out um, and then share with other people that you know. Um, lots of questions that I get uh, and I answer all the time. So um, so please share uh, the info. So today, I um, want to uh, answer one question um, and then also talk about um, some uh, other social media things. I hit on social media a little bit a couple weeks ago, but just want to talk about one kind of silly thing. So here we go. Okay, so first thing on the list that I want to talk about today, I was just a question that I get I get asked um, not super regularly, but uh, get asked often enough, and was asked this question a couple weeks ago. Thought it was a good one um, to just kind of share my thoughts on the question, um, answer the question as best I can, and and uh, so you guys have the info. Um, the question I got asked was, uh, when should we ask about scholarship for a position? Okay, so you're going through the recruiting process, uh, contact a school, get on the phone, right? Should you ask about the scholarship question in that phone call? Should you wait three or four phone calls? Um, wait until you get asked to come on a visit, right? That's kind of um, when do we have the scholarship uh, question slash conversation, okay? Um, in my opinion, um, I think it's always okay to ask a scholarship. And I think the sooner the better. Um, I, I, I think that the sooner that you have the discussion and the sooner that both parties are on the same page and can plan and figure out what they're doing, um, I think that's a benefit to both sides, right? So, um, if you ask the question of, Hey, uh, you know, what's, what's the scholarship situation for this position in this class? Um, and you know, the answer, then that helps you plan, right? So, okay, I'm only getting two years or maybe I'm getting one year from this school. And, um, you can kind of have an idea of what that, what that looks like, um, versus you making a visit or paying money to come to a camp and find out that it's really only a walk on position, right? So, so knowing that information, um, I think, um, is a benefit and, and knowing it, knowing it sooner, um, is better. And, and for the coaches too, right? So <clears throat> them explaining to you what their situation is and what their plan is, um, is a benefit to them because they don't want to go through this process um, and then have them explain what the scholarship situation is and have it not be what the athlete that they've spent all this time and energy and whatever um, on and have it not then be a good fit. So usually a scholarship situation, it's not necessarily always a, a qualifier, um, but it is a variable, right? So if if you can have an extra six, seven months 
to figure out how to how you're going to pay for school at this uh, specific institution, that is really going to help. Okay. Um, on kind of the flip side of that, it's also okay to mention that you don't need a scholarship, right? Hey, I understand I'm a DS Libero planning on walking on somewhere. Um, and, and I, and I'm okay with not having a scholarship, right? A lot of college coaches are, um, going to be maybe passing on athletes, um, because it's only a walk on position and, and a lot of, a lot of kids are expectant of scholarship, right? It is an expectation that you are going to get, um, either a full ride or a partial or, you know, something is going to get paid for. And not every school can do that. Not every school's in a situation to do that. So if you're in a situation where, Hey, look, I, I know a lot of athletes in my position are looking for scholarship. Um, I am not in this instance and, you know, we, we know how we're going to pay for school at the school, right? Um, <clears throat> that's, that's not a bad, not a bad conversation to have either. Um, so I had the conversation the other day with a coach, um, and their response to me was, Oh, she doesn't need four years. Great. I'll go look at her film. Right. Um, so, so the assumption is that, that kids are going to want scholarship and that's fairly normal and usually most of the time, correct. But in those instances where maybe you don't need scholarship for all four years, or you can do two or something like that, communicating that is, is beneficial if you're in that position, right? Not everyone is. Um, but like I said, in this instance, um, you know, <clears throat> oh, she doesn't need all four years paid for. Great. Let me go check out the film again. Right. So, um, I think, I think it's, it's definitely, uh, the scholarship question is hard. Um, I think there's a lot of athletes that don't want to ask that question. Um, <clears throat> and so, but I encourage people to do it sooner than, than later. Okay. Parents, um, this kind of slides into my uh, rule, if you want to call it a rule, as far as, as parents talking to coaches, um, because I get asked about this quite regularly as well. Um, I think it's okay, perfectly acceptable and okay for parents um, to ask coaches um, or confirm information about scholarship offers, logistics, travel information, and or details, right? So, Anything that has to do with money, travel, logistics, parents, you are in um, com the complete correct side to contact the coach directly, right? Um, just to make sure everyone understands um, what's going on, right? Um, for for the athletes that I've that I've known, <laughs> didn't know they had an offer from a school. Um, I, it's definitely okay for parents to step in and ask specifics. Okay. Either that's about scholarship or about travel for official visit, those kind of things, right? Cause parents are the ones that have to figure out all those details. Um, and, and you want clear, concise communication. You don't want any sort of, um, instances where you, you get a, get an offer and you think it's a four-year offer, and then you go on a visit, and you're meeting with the college coaches, and they're like, yeah, you know, this two-year offer, you know, we'll pay for school junior, senior year, and, and no one knew that piece, right? So so really important for everybody to be on the same page um, when it comes to those things. And so I think, um, I think it's okay um, and completely acceptable for parents to ask some of those questions. Um, but you, you want to make sure that you're not missing any information during the process. Okay. So if you need to be clear about something, do not hesitate to ask, uh, questions to the college coach. Um, 
so yeah, scholarship question, always okay uh, to ask that one. Okay, last thing uh, today, I wanted to talk about uh, a little bit of NCAA rules um, type of thing. Uh, this conversation I just had uh, really earlier today, um, this morning with a college coach was was slightly amusing. And so um, I just I thought I'd share the information with you guys um, to, to either show how uh, just off base a lot of NCAA rules are. Um, and they just don't necessarily understand all the idiosyncrasies, all the little um, technical things that happen as far as NCAA rules. Um, and, and and just uh, also point out, um, you know, as an example of how coaches, you know, how we like to live in the gray. And and, and for coaches that, that, you know, maybe say they don't, um, then, you know, stuff like this is is pretty simple. But um, and, and it's not, and it's not bad. It's not negative, but it's just, I think a really good example of, um, you know, doing, doing what you're allowed to do, but just not, not crossing the line. Okay. And that, and that has to do with social media. And I talked about social media, um, a couple weeks ago, I won't dive into any of that, um, necessarily, but, uh, there was a, um, a couple athletes, um, the last couple weeks have committed to schools, which is always great. Always very exciting. Um, and what I, what I noticed was, um, these schools were reposting, um, the Instagram posts of the athletes that were being committed. Um, and I just thought that was absolutely ridiculous. Right. So, um, so these schools are allowed to, uh, repost something, from an athlete really if they're committed or not they can repost something from an athlete but kid commits to the school they can repost it it's not a violation so um i thought i would kind of run down just a couple of of things as far as what's a violation and what isn't um and you can kind of maybe see the ridiculousness here um in some of the social media stuff so um <clears throat> so can a school post uh, that they got a, a new commitment. Yes, this is not a violation. So if, if if I'm a college coach and I post, yeah, we just added one to the 2022 class or 2021 class or whatever. Um, can't really do 23 right now. That's a little bit <clears throat> weird. That would probably throw up some red flags. But but you get a new commitment, you're allowed to um, post about it, right? Verbal commitment, you're allowed to, to post to that. So that's not a violation. Repost an athlete that committed to you, their post about committing to you. This is what I talked about in the beginning. Okay, so you repost um, a post from an athlete that, that says they committed to you, you repost that not a violation, right? Um, the school, the college, um, posts that they got a commitment and they mention the athlete's position, grad year, the high school they go to, the club they play for their hometown, right? Mentioning all of those things, not actually a violation, right? Starting to see kind of, uh, where this is going. Um, Sending a graphic, okay, so so the college coach, administration, Dovo, whoever, right, creates a graphic for this athlete that got a verbal commitment. They create an athlete with their, or create a, a logo, or sorry, create a graphic with their logo, picture of the athlete, um, you know, tying it into the, to the school, um, sending that then to the athlete so they can post it, not a violation, right? Um, so that one to me is a little bit, uh, ridiculous that I, as a college coach can sit here and create this, this, uh, uh graphic for a kind of plug and chug, 
um, for the athlete to then turn around and post that they committed to the school. And that's not, that's not a violation. That seems a little bit odd to me, but Hey, that's, that, that's how it goes. Um, putting their name or tagging, uh, the athlete in a post, right? Hey, we got a commitment at so-and-so, right. Or putting their name in there that you can't do. Okay. But you can, you can say their height, hometown, high school club, they play for, um, you know, you can mention their position, graduate, you can mention all those things as long as you don't mention their name, right? That, that really is what makes it a, a violation and kind of how it was explained to me was you can, you can push a button, so to speak, but you can't type anything, right? So you can't type the, the person's name or their hashtag or, you know, whatever. Um, you can't do that specifically. So I thought that was pretty funny um, that I'd share that information with you guys because I think NCAA rules are always um, tricky to navigate. And this is a reason why. I mean, this is a perfect example of, of why the NCAA rules are tricky to navigate because I can literally tell you everything about um, what commitment I got except post a picture of them um, and tell you who they are. But I can give you all the other information. Um, I can tell you their dog's name, right? And that's... Uh, apparently not a violation. Maybe it is. I don't know. But it, it's it's a little extreme, right? Um, but then I can also turn around and just repost the the kid that committed their post um, onto to our social media page. So um, I thought that was amusing. Uh, I thought maybe some of you guys would get a kick out of that. Um, but that's what's going on in social media world when it comes to recruiting. So um, like I said at the, at the top, um, please share this podcast with anybody that you guys, uh, think has some questions about recruiting, need some extra help with recruiting. I don't know how many times that I, I'm, I'm recording a podcast uh, or post a podcast. And then the very next day I get a call from a parent, um, asking me the exact same question that I talked about the day before. So, um, please share this with people, you know, um, you know, help out by following the PRI talk, uh, Instagram page. Um, following uh, the, the parallel recruiting on Facebook or Instagram, um, sharing those posts, any of that stuff is helpful. Get the information out there to parents that need it. Um, there are a lot of things going on right now with the 2022 class recruiting just in general um, that I've got a ton of information on and a ton of really good perspective on. Um, and, and so please share that info with everyone. And, and, and like I said, once we, uh, once the dead period got extended, um, if you listen to my podcast and you read my blog, then the dead period being extended was not a surprise to you, okay? Uh, which, for those of you that it wasn't a surprise for, thank you for listening. Thank you for reading. I really appreciate it. But please share the information. Um, I hope that recruiting is at, as least, as little stress um, as possible. That is, that is part of my, part of my goal with all this. And so I want to get you guys as much information as possible so that we can limit the stress of the recruiting process. So thank you guys for listening again. Really appreciate it. Um, have a great rest of your week and remember coaches are people too. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. 
please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice, as well as information on current volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen.